Hi, so welcome to my podcast again for the second episode. I'm with Aaron Agunyu just now. That's me. And, right and uh, again, we're going to follow, try and follow the same line of discussion. Um, I'll speak about Aaron's, um, how he, where he's from, and then we're basically his journey to get to now and where he is at now. And um, hopefully some people can relate to it, really. Um, and then just the different subjects along the way, so we might go off in tangents. I've got a few questions, and um, we can go from there. So I'm just going to talk about basically where he's from and where he started, and then and then go from there. But uh, I have a few. Firstly, I just wanted to start with um, a few questions, such as like um, he was talking about a few a book he was reading. So I wanted to just quickly go on that basis before we go off onto your on the thing. So you were talking about this book, oh. the book, the book. The book, motherfucker, the book. Called Everything is Fucked, a book about hope. I don't know if anyone's read that. I think the first book was... What was, the, was The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. That was a, a popular one, so this is part two. I never read the first one. Yeah. But, um, no, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was good. I'm only halfway through. I'm a slow reader, okay. but it's coming along. And what did you think of the start? What do you feel like it's something that people should read, or do you think? No, not necessarily. Maybe it just depends on. I think everyone deals with a lot of the similar issues and kind of keep them in your head. So this way, this book just helped me give me a little context. Uh, maybe some mental frustrations or internal battles, maybe. But um, yeah, I'd like to do a better job of reading. I think reading can be really good for your headspace. If you can find the time and energy to do it, yeah, I think. And as well, you've just you started the um, you started doing the videos. You think you said you started with a guy online, and you started doing more videos and things. And how how you felt? Like I watch all your videos, and I think they're awesome. Like I think they're really good. And I think having that kind of your I feel you tip correct me if I'm wrong. If you feel that you've got um, slowly more inclined of just being honest. Since you've started, you got more and more honest, especially recently, and I think that's really good to watch, and I think that's really useful for for me anyway. I can relate to that, and I'm like, that's that's really good. So, what kind of feedback have you got from doing the videos? Uh, yeah, it's obviously it's tough to just kind of put yourself out there and speak on. It feels like public speaking, which is everyone's number one fear. Just even though you're just speaking to a camera, but definitely doesn't come easy to me and I have to force myself, but it probably is more for me than anything, just trying to get things off my chest or things that are in my head bumbling around that I just want to kind of spew out and vent. So yeah. maybe it's, it's helps me maybe just get some things out that frustrate me or that I'm thinking about. Um, and hopefully even if a couple people enjoy them, then I'm okay with that. It doesn't have to be something that's. So who, who do, you, do you feel like you get, some, do you get clients from it? Do I get clients from it? Not directly, no. I mean, I have any current clients are like oh, that's pretty sick. I mean, I hope some clients can benefit from it. Um, depending on the topic, I mean, some are more just on life. Some are just really fitness based, and some are just um, you know a variety of different topics related to fitness. Because I think fitness is a pretty broad topic. It's not always mm -hmm. just about exercise and nutrition, but the whole you know, scope of how it really affects your life on a, on Large a, on a larger happiness mental a lot, scale. A lot of the, the thing is that when you're speaking, you're like talking about, I think you did sex and relationships and like people don't realize and they don't feel good and about themselves. It's just such a, and then that, and then a huge part of their life is obviously sex and stuff like that. And then they don't get that part fulfilled. 
they end up just other things just end up getting so bad. And I think that's what, what really is when I was watching it, when I was watching it, when you said that, I was like, I can relate. Not I can relate, but I can relate to some people when I speak to them, and especially clients and stuff like that, when they're frustrated. I'm like, there's definitely a deeper, something deeper going on there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, nobody really likes talking about their own personal sex life, and I'm sure we work with a lot of clients that are so uncomfortable. Pumping away. Or pumping away. Lack of the, well, I would lack say the, the lack of pumps, man. Lack of I'd pumps. say they're just Fuck. so insecure and self-conscious with the way their body is that they just avoid the whole situation instead of putting themselves out there. And I think that's very sad mm. and not a way anyone should be or live, live their yeah. life. And I find that should be a powerful source of motivation to do something mm. about it. And you need to use that frustration and pain to make a change and it's okay to acknowledge and admit that, you know, that's something that's important to you and that it's lacking in your life. So just trying to bring that to the surface because a lot of people don't really admit to it or talk about their sexual frustrations due to their body insecurities, I suppose. Mm. And do you think, to, uh, going on a bit of a deeper subject, do you think testosterone plays a massive factor for men? So lack of testosterone, like especially with today's diet to be like, I don't want it to be that's talk about too much fitness really, yeah. but I just mean like, going on, on the day basis of like people don't look after themselves so then they end up getting a lower testosterone and then they don't really have those drives they don't really have that libido 100 percent. like taking care of yourself being healthy and exercise just gives you vigor for Male life and, and makes you feel yeah it's, it's you know training is a stimulating you know wakes you up gets your hormones adrenals going everything's everything's alive if you're mm. just like moping around eating shit sleeping all the time like you're not going to be want to you're not going to want to have sex or smash you're just not in the <laughs> your body's just you know you don't even want to do more of the same 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 stuff you're not yeah gonna, so yeah absolutely that's just that's just one part of the whole thing but that's just another mm. compounding factor yeah. why yeah i think but i think it all based around first especially for like one on a base of men is just testosterone levels is like is is the is the main factor for everything like in terms of like your mood your skin your body your everything like do you know I mean how you get up in the morning how you interact with people if you've got a low testosterone level like but, but, but what, what i've researched and what i've seen is the fact is that it just affects everything yeah like, absolutely. absolutely everything absolutely strength training yeah, so heavy strength training definitely can support and enhance your natural testosterone just doing that alone not to mention all the healthy yeah healthy you know lifestyle factors that go with that so i think like, just a wee tip there would be just literally just get at least even do some strength training would even enhance a lot like even if you can't even if you've not got like a basis of anything and you don't know where to start it just literally just do some strength training one sunday tuesday thursday for example and that's going to firstly that's going to make you feel a ton better isn't it absolutely you might not notice it directly but it is making a difference too yeah how you feel and your sex drive which should be important to pretty much everyone i can't i can't imagine why it wouldn't be important yeah yeah so and then i just wanted to go in and you i was going to ask you about um like that story so basically from when you started so you started like when you say from the you're 10 or when you were 12 when you started playing hockey and then how did you get from there to here is your story from there? Yeah, in a nutshell, I came from a small town, and then I played hockey all the way up and th- up through my uh, into my twenties, and then I went to university in uh, 
played hockey for university team then did some training out outside of university and lucky luckily enough my sister had moved out to dubai when she was quite young so she was very well settled and then i followed her out here after doing a couple of vacations and i think that really a lot of people have that kind of similar you know reason why they moved out maybe they had a family or friend that moved out first and they kind of saw what it's all about unlike yourself that just kind of bounced out here without ex- mm. expecting or knowing anything yeah so I had a pretty good idea what I was getting myself into, but um, that was probably the main catalyst that, that brought me here, just having my family, sister here. And then you just got here, and then you just, from there you just, got, you just went straight into personal training. And then yeah. You, own, you wanted to work on your own, didn't you? Well, I know, I know you obviously, so like you went from there, you, came to, you went to that little shit place in Jamira, remember? Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, whole, the hospitality gyms maybe aren't the best place for serious training, even though the gyms maybe look amazing and and then went to smart fitness with mark robinson yeah smart fitness give me some good times <laughs> some real good times the smart fitness with mark robinson remember remember I'll that guy never forget it <laughs> that was so much fun i'll never forget it some some fun some fun some pain so then what do you think what do you think like say for example what do you think of having a fitness test do you think that's good uh yeah i do i do think it was good i mean i think it could have been a little bit more I don't know, flexible for people that have different strengths. Like it was very One, sprinting and yeah. strength based. You can be a great trainer. But as a personal trainer, you should be able to finish that. Like it's not that hard. It's not like, no. and if you can't finish it, it should take you only a few weeks to get conditioned for that. I don't know. It's pretty tough, which I thought was good, but I think there can be some great trainers out there that can't pass that. I think that's possible. Oh, really? Maybe. I think it's possible. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think you need to be at that not high even, level. It's, not even like a, you can just, it's just it's only a speed eighteen. That's fast, man. Is it? You don't think so? <laughs> it's quite fast. It's very true. fast to do for twenty minutes intervals. That's yeah. that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, that's that enough. is tough, tough. But I, it was good. It, it's it, trainable. My point is, it's trainable. Like it's not like so far fetched. It's like even if someone's not fit, they can do it. Fair Unless enough. you're unconditioned, if you're at that unconditioned, you shouldn't really be looking after someone else. No, I thought it was great to have some have some fitness standards for a, a gym and like tough fitness standards, not something just easy, mm. but something that you have to achieve, earn, and feel good about and proud about, and seeing other yeah. people fail and drawing a hard line in the sand. Fail, sorry, yeah. this place isn't for you. Yeah, <laughs> hit, hit the so road. Some bad training you can kind of pass off so yeah um i want also want to ask like so for example you're saying that you um you're good there's t- your times you feel good and then times things you don't feel good and that's kind of stuff and like especially with work and like stuff like that because obviously condition wise like you always you're always out there to look after yourself optimize your make sure you're always eating well and training and stuff and then but then in terms of like a career you said sometimes it can be quite annoying frustrating because people are not into where and i feel i think your frustration is the same as mine it's like if you had people more, more people it doesn't have to be 100 percent people listening but people who could take a portion of their finances say and put that aside for health and i think people if they could understand that like the swan and i had a woman say to me like oh i couldn't I, what was it? i guess she said something about i wasn't able to um ex- i didn't expect this to happen like my, my boyfriend lose his job or whatever yeah and i was like okay fine but why like why didn't you expect that like it's not it's something that you should at least have some sort of money backing to then be able to sustain a, a basic lifestyle 
Do you know what I mean, you know what I mean I'm saying by that? Yeah, I mean, different people have different, uh, yeah, some people are just completely unorganized in every aspect of their life. If you're fit and healthy, though, though, if you're fit and completely unorganized, like, I, honestly, like, if you're fit and healthy and you can, you're playing basketball the weekend, you're doing this and that, then fine, you don't really need something. But if you're 20 kilos overweight, like, you got to have some sort of, like, and this is not just fitness, like, it's anything. Like, you should at least have some sort of responsibility for having, some, like, some financial understanding. If you want to live in this city, like, again, it goes back to, like, we both know people who are just doesn't really care about money. And, that, and as I said, it's, money's not everything. And if you want to live that lifestyle, you've got the option to, and it's fine. But if you want to live in a major city like this and then and also at least be relatively healthy, you've got to have some sort of financial money going into like structure or some sort of like health. Do you know what I mean? It or should like some, be some part of your expenses. The quality of your food you're buying. Like the quality yeah. of food is dog shit. Like it's just people just buy stuff. It's just like, don't, I don't even know. Like the cheapest of meat, the cheapest of this. And it's just like, like, fuck, man, no wonder you feel so bad. And no wonder that if you're eating something that's pumped full of hormones, no wonder your hormones are all over the place. And your mood swings are up and down and your vote's so volatile with your if your emotion. And I think that's going to be really, it's just those small things will be, make a substantial difference. Yeah, I think it's just trying to understand that some people just have completely different values than us, even though we could try and get across them the importance of this stuff. It, to them, it's just not important well, yet that's what i mean like so that's a question right so i'm gonna ask you this so you're saying to me like you've got the importance of the health bit right i can see a little bit i don't know tell me if i'm wrong you sometimes you kind of lose hope with times you're just like oh whatever like like i'm just going to do what i can i put all the information i can out there and if people want on it then i'll they'll come join me like do you ever do you just feel someday now at this point especially now and you've been doing this job for a long time you look at it and you're like there's only so much you can do. Absolutely. I mean, you can't, you're not going to be able to absolutely transform and change everyone. But even if someone gains anything off of you, even if it's from a, a lesser degree, then that's still a benefit. And it doesn't have to be, you know, an all or none thing. They can absorb 10, 15% of what you're trying to, yeah. you know, teach them or preach upon them. And, I think that's something's my frustration though. I always expect you want everything. Them to, I'm just like, oh, why do you not just like? I'm, I'm sitting there with some answers, like I figure some stuff out, and I'm like, yeah, man, see if you just like go to bed at ten as opposed to one, and then drink three liters of water as opposed to one. And here, by the way, you're gonna feel so much better. And they can't even do that simple task. I'm like, when you're looking at me, when this person is human being looking at yeah. me, so it's into, and, and I'm telling them that answer. I'm like, here, just to make you feel better, all you need to do is this and this. They, and they still don't listen, and I'm just like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, like what the hell? Like, why don't you just do at least a little bit of it, and then and then you'll be able to be like, fuck, man, I feel so much better. As but they, I think it's, um, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I feel what you mean. I think everyone just struggles with willpower in different areas, and but we have so much willpower and decision making in the day, and maybe they're they're all in with. If you, but I know you, I know you're saying, but like if you had, sorry, interrupt you, but if you, if you've got like, you're all at, right, say you're all into like work. That's an example of one, yeah. right? You're all into work, and you're like, right, I want to get the best out of work. Anyone who's relatively smart or is surely able to look at it and go, you know what? See if I exercise, I'm gonna be way better at work. Not everyone thinks like that. But why? 
they they're so simple. They it's so simple. They don't. They don't feel that way. They don't well, feel well, how like do they not important. feel? Because like, it's definitely true. It's not even debatable. Yeah, but like, Don- it's not even debatable. Donald Trump goes out on and says that exercise will kill you slowly because it, you know, it's not healthy for you to exercise too hard. Did he say that? Yeah, I mean, oh, that's just like- that's just an example of. <laughs> Someone like that well. doesn't believe in exercise, yeah. and he's he's at the top of the pyramid. And he he doesn't exercise, and he's saying no. That. He thinks it's bad for your heart to exercise too hard. <laughs> he thinks it's better to keep things easy. Oh, that's weird. Well, that's, but then again, like you say, that like Donald Trump is so successful. Well, and then, but then, well, I don't want to go too deep into <laughs> You know what I'm going to say? He'll be, but, he'll be here a while. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Well, is that this pinnacle? Is that what you should be aiming for? I think just, just the way that people, different people, grow up and the values that are instilled upon them at a young age, and they just they're never, they're never around exercise, never around training, or even thinking about it. When yeah. they're when they're adults, it's very hard to try and alter that and change their values. They're pretty fixed in their in their ways, mm-hmm. so that's it's a big challenge. What would you say for one one thing? If you had to have a conversation, you had sixty seconds to say to someone. How like the reason behind, or try and get someone to be like, I really like if you know when you say something to someone and they're like, Jesus, that's really true, and then they actually changes them. What would you say if you had sixty seconds with someone? What would your like open sixty seconds be? Would you say to someone to actually get them to like change them as much as you possibly can? If you know what I mean. If I only had sixty seconds, tell let's say I didn't exercise, and you were like, this guy's unhealthy, man. Like he needs help, but I don't know how to say it. And I've only got sixty seconds. I'm never going to be able to speak to him again. What would you say? What would your 60 seconds pitch to be that per- for that person to be? I would just try and ask them, you know, what they struggle with or how they feel. And if they feel great and they have no problems and feel really confident and healthy, then, you know, great. But if they don't, which chances are they don't, then you then you find that and you just expose it and dig deeper at it until they realize that they're in probably a lot more pain and frustration than they even realize. And that's going to be the ticket for them to want to change. Mm-hmm. Cool and basic that makes sense. Right? So just, yeah, it just really depends person to person yeah, on what, absolutely. what their struggles and pains are surrounding how they feel. 100%. I've been with clients where you ask them something and you, you have to get to the point where they'll get into that upset stage for them to make that change, I think. And, and actually bringing it out on them and saying, here, you know, like, why are you not exercising? They'll be like, well, why, are you not, why don't you feel good? And they'll be like, do you feel, and then using those things to like kind of trigger things. And sometimes getting, getting them to the point where they are upset is sometimes what they need. And I think that's... 100%. Like one of my favorite quotes is, I'll probably mess this up, but when the pain to remain the same exceeds the pain to change, then you will succeed. Which basically means when you're doing the same thing or in the same place, and that pain is getting greater and greater and greater. Eventually, it reaches a point mm-hmm. where it exceeds Step the pain the to do something different, which is also painful. Mm-hmm. Once that exceeds that point, then someone's going to actually make the effort yeah. to, to change. But That's if you don't good. have that pain to remain the same, then there's no way you're going to change. Mm-hmm. And then, before, and then nah, perfect. And then last bit, I would say, um, before we stop, is um, if you... You know, obviously, we always talk about like being personal trainers and people can relate to this in any career, but where would you see yourself going or where would you like to kind of get yourself to uh, just in your in your career or even li- say life as, yeah. a, as a general aspect? Where would you say you're kind of 
pinnacle and, and I, I know you're the kind of person like me so like you don't want to be like that kind of attitude of like oh life is uh, i'm going to be happy once i get this or get there or happy you always want to try and live in that kind of moment but being happy in your career is also a massive long part of your life it takes up a lot of time so where would you say you would want to be or career-wise maybe in relation yeah i mean i'm not i've never stuff? been one to really plan too too far ahead maybe that's a bad thing maybe that's a good thing i'd like to tend to just analyze and how I'm feeling now and what I'm trying to accomplish now. Mm. And right now I'm still focused on becoming the best coach, transformation coach for working professional men and women that I can be and trying to really mm-hmm. solidify my niche in that market, which is not easy to do. There's a lot of competition out there and you can always be better. And it's, it's a very tough yet yeah, easy entry profession personal trainer you can take a weekend course and jump in and become a personal trainer but when you're trying to be an expert in exercise nutrition psychology behavior change Mm -hmm. everything else that goes along with it marketing i mean this just goes on forever all the different you know aspects of being a successful trainer kind of encompass that there's always a lot of room for improvement. I think everybody gets it, though. They get to a point where they're like, okay, well, I need that progression. I need that change. And sometimes like, I always think the best advice I would say to people is the fact is that try and always look for change as a, a, a way of positive. I think a, a way of, I would always say, look for progression. And like, and what I mean by that is like, what a lot of people do is they get into a career and they'll just completely change this to career to something else when it's maybe, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong if you don't agree, but they'll change their career from one thing to another thing when they don't like either of them, but they just think that the change will make them happier. Yeah. And as opposed to being like, you know what, like I'm going to actually progress in my career and then that'll open other opportunities to progress into something else in a more positive role. Like let's say financially, you'd have, you have to do the dirty work, like you have to do the hard work at the start and you have to be grafted and then you go, okay, let's say you get a million, a million dollar net worth. And then you're like, okay, well that gives me the opportunity to buy some more real estate. And then you end up doing buying lots of real estate. And then you have like two things you have your, your career, you have a little side job hobby because you buy it, you're flipping properties. And then, then you have like something else where you maybe like, so and then you, you get to another set of net worth and you buy a local basketball team that maybe have high sponsorship. And, yeah. you know what I mean, like so then you have three things on the go where you're like you like quite you like helping at the basketball team and you've got that. But then you're not only are you changing careers and you're changing your mind, you're also making financial progression. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I, agree I think that's, that's I feel like that's a really good combo for people because that'll make I feel like that'll make people a lot happier because they'll be able to like have that kind of combo of progression, which people always want. And then also that diversification in their mind so they can change they can think about other things. Because if you're sitting all day just thinking about basketball, you're gonna be like, This is boring. If you're thinking all day about real estate, you're gonna be like, oh, this is it hectic. So I think if you're able to have your kind of finger on different pies, if you know what I mean, but then also be making financial progression with a kind of like optimized mindset Yeah, for some people, for some people, but like. Yeah, I think it's good to have different, a little side hustle, even with Nikki and her side hustle. My my girlfriend, uh, her bikini business, I think that's great with the way she has a corporate job and started just a side business on in her spare time. It's going well. She does really, really well on it. I mean, she's... She quit her job, so oh, she quit her job now. hopefully it goes well. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's going all in on it. So I think that's it's been great. It, you know, I'm proud of her for making that step. It's that's not, really not easy to do. She she hated her her job. 
she couldn't stand it. And it's not easy walking her away from a steady, good paycheck to to no paycheck and just hope, hope trying to make it yourself. Welcome to our world. Yeah, starting from <laughs> that's what we starting from the bottom. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, I think it's I, I respect that, even though it might be tough in the first few months. <laughs> yeah. Cutbacks. Absolutely, but that's that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah, awesome. That's good. Ultimately, happier if you go to something you like. Hundred percent. You're going to put the yeah. more effort into it, and then, as I said, like little, even little bits of money in there is more meaningful to you than a large paycheck because then, because then you know that it's not the money. You know, it's the it's the career, it's the it's the day to day living. It's like if you can do something, you're actually doing it for yourself, and you're like you enjoy it, and you enjoy the progression, and you're proud of it. Then you're going to be way more inclined to be like, actually, I can do this every day, and when I wake up, I'm looking forward to the meetings I'm going to, as opposed to going to meetings that are just just hating them, just hating them. Yeah, which is fortunately a lot, of, a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah, so I think that that's definitely useful. But um, anything you want to say to anyone? Ooh, not really. Um, just uh, you can, you know, hopefully follow my Instagram and see if hopefully I can uh, help you in some way or another. Right. I like to do a lot of, a lot of information on, well, mindset training. Just my personal take on why fitness really matters in someone's happiness and way they live their life and why it should be a top value. So maybe check that out. That's, awesome. uh, that's about it. Yeah. No, I think definitely check that out if you're anyone's anyone's listening. Um, but I'll send this out to everyone, like in groups and personal training clients, friends, family, stuff like that, so they can check it out and they can look on Instagram. And as I said, it's useful stuff because then you've got different aspects of not just fitness, you've got the aspects of why the importance of fitness. So for that the old Tony Robbins, why, why are you doing it is the is the key. So if you can figure out what your why is when you're doing these, uh, then it might motivate you to actually get into more healthier lifestyle, which I think is super important. Absolutely. And obviously Aaron does as well. So 100%. Yeah, great. So cheers, mate. And I will uh, make another podcast in the next few days and post that as well. Cool. Signing off. Cheers.